0: While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century.
1: Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. I'm going to be introducing you to a wonderful guest today who will share her topic and also her insights that will empower you to become a confident leader and be able to take your business and your life to that next level. Today, my guest is Priyanka Kandalkar. And Priyanka is the host of Top 1% Global Rank Podcast. So excited having her on. She's Has Show Up with Priyanka is her podcast. Again, that's Show Up with Priyanka. Engineer turned entrepreneur. That is an unusual (laughs) (laughs) one. We could probably have a whole podcast about the challenges that that has. Founder of Scaling to Grow and creator of LSC, Rule of Scaling Business Method. She decided she was too smart for hard labor and started building her online business in 2015 after she got fired. See, you don't give up, you keep on going. (laughs) And that was great timing too, because 2020, you were all set and ready to go. pandemic, no way. (laughs) The first company Priyanka launched was a software company because of her problem solving skills and creativity. She since made seven figures in online sales and won several awards, including top woman influencer for her efforts. She has been featured on various media and reached over 3 million fans. Well, I'm sure there are fans now. Let's see how we can have that grow even more Our title is, What Makes a Business Sustainable and Profitable? Mm -hmm. Please join me in welcoming Priyanka Kandalkar.
2: Yay! Yay! (laughs) Thanks, Vicky, for the awesome introduction. I'm so excited to be here today.
1: I am excited to have you. It's always nice for a newbie to have somebody who's established, done that, been there, got the (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. So what part of the world do you now call home? So
2: currently I live in Portland, Oregon. So that's where I am. I was 12 years in U.S. Before that, I was in India. I came to do my master's here in U.S. So I call U.S. as my home. But right now in U.S., I'm in Portland, Oregon.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Yes, so many of my friends that came from India that said, I like it here, I'm staying. (laughs) (laughs) And we're happy to have you. How do you maximize your team?
2: That's a really good question, Vicky. And I come from corporate background, Mm -hmm. working in Fortune 500 company like Volkswagen, John Deere. Um, And I have managed many different teams in corporate, working in corporate for 12 years. And then now I work as, of course, I'm a coach, team coach, system coach. But along with that, I'm also COO, chief operating officer with multiple six figures and seven figures, eight Mm. figures business owner. And one of the things I do as a right hand to the CEOs and the team I coach when I go to different small businesses is I'm managing their team and maximizing their team efforts because I feel like. If you have a goal, like as a team, you develop a goal, but Mm -hmm. the only way to achieve those goals is when you can maximize team efforts, get everyone focused and Mm aligned on the goals and you work as a team in a cooperative energy like you are yeah. all c- contributing and uh, creating that cohesive team culture where everyone is working together but they are very efficient they know what they are working on there's no confusion no cl- uh, no clarity issue everyone is like so focused so intentional mm-hmm. on what they're doing and what energy they're bringing. So they're maximizing their own leadership. Because I feel like as a team, everyone carries leadership skills. Yeah,
1: true. And, and that is perhaps one of the 21st century items that we have to, to get in the habit of. I think, you know, there's still some folks out there that, Believe you know I'm the leader and everybody follows, but you don't. You don't create leaders by people just following. You have to have that instill in that person, that individual, their need to take on the the role of a leader.
2: Totally, I I totally agree with that, Vicky. And uh, as you said, it's not about following, and it's like you don't need to follow. You want to follow a leader, mm-hmm. right? Because right. They- they inspire that in you and uh, their presence is so impactful that it just comes naturally like you want to follow them it's not something you need to follow right right <laughs> so, yeah.
1: right it's it's really seeing them as your mentor and coach advisor that you want to follow and learn you know life is lifelong learning is the best that you can ever have
2: yeah, totally. And I feel like each of the team members who comes in a team, like normally we hire for expertise, right? Mm-hmm. We all bring some expertise, but seeing that person as a team member, as like a human, right? At the end, every person wants to be heard, listened, mm-hmm. seen. So like really appreciating that value in every person is very important. I
1: think the, the next question I have for you kind of goes along that line because really that I know whenever I was in corporate and hiring for people I hired a lot of times not for the resume but for their mindset for their attitude all those things I can't really it's a behavior change and I can teach you excel I can teach you Microsoft Project but it takes a whole lot longer for me to change your mindset and your your behavior. Why is positive, contagious teams the best way to scale your business?
2: I love that. I love that question because I I call. Uh, uh, so let's take an example. Okay, so mm-hmm. analogy with your house. Okay. So I call it house of scale, okay? Mm -hmm. Where you have a foundation in your house. You want your foundation to be strong, right? So that the house can stay safe to be inside for like, let's say 15, 20, 30. Some houses are like 100 years old. Like Mm -hmm. my grandpa's house in India is 100 years old. So we want the foundation to be very strong so that it can hold, it can sustain. Same way, look at your business as how you can grow your business, which is sustainable. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting to know only 4% of the business actually reached the seven-figure mark, which is mind-blowing. Yeah. So how to make sure your foundation is strong so that you can reach that 4% or even like increase that percentage, right, is by having this foundation, which is a philosophy in your team, which is around energetic leadership, where yeah. everyone embodies being positive positive. Everyone is intentional about what kind of energy they are bringing. Everyone is bringing their A-game, but they're intentional of the impact it will have. As a leader, like we call about responsibility, but responsibility, if you separate it, it's responsibility. As a leader... We need to be responsive to how we are feeling and we need to be authentic with what how we are mm. feeling. You need to give yourself permission to feel how you are feeling. Because I talked something about leadership depression <laughs> and that is something which happens, like from outside people mm-hmm. think, oh, they are the CEO, they are the VP, they are this, they are that, like the title, right? We look at the title and we think, oh, they have everything in their life. But if mm-hmm. you really go deeper, there's mm-hmm. a whole lot of pressure. There's something called leadership depression, which I talk about. like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: And then how to be immune to that. And why that happens? Because people are not tending to their self-care. Self-care is a leadership oh, skill.
1: Huge, huge, huge.
2: Self-care is a leadership skill I talk about. And even leadership has two pieces of it. Inner mm-hmm. game of leadership and outer game of leadership. Sometimes we think about, hey, I need to get that certification or I need to learn that skills. But that is the outer game of leadership, which is your skills, your communication, everything outside. But what about the inner game? Like, how are you going to protect your leadership? How you're going to show up strong? Like that is back to your inner game of leadership, which is all about the energy you put out there, which is positive, contagious. Because Mm -hmm. what is the definition of contagious? Something which is like, it's going to multiply, right? So if you smile, like Vicky, if I smile at you, you you're going to respond back, smile, smile, Mm -hmm. right? So that is what the positive contagious energy means. And negative contagious energy means it doesn't have to be a spoken language. Even if I'm like, just like my face is sad or I'm frowning or I'm like, just uh, the unspoken language, like my presence, you're going to feel my vibration Mm -hmm. as negative. And that is going to actually create that negative, contagious environment. And we don't want that. So that's why I talk about positive, contagious team, where even if you're having a bad day as a team or a bad day as a leader, you are authentic. You have open engagement. If your team member is having a hard time, you are going out there and like asking them if you need something to take care of it right now. Just asking someone Mm -hmm. can bring that energy so up. Like they feel seen they feel heard Mm -hmm. and that is positive contagious energy which is energetic leadership where everyone is like cohesively intentional about what energy they are putting out but also being responsible Mm -hmm. of what kind of energy you're putting out and knowing if it is negative you're going to have a negative outcome yeah hopefully that answered
1: (laughs) yeah and it's so true I I I have As a project manager in my career, I have seen how one person, one negative can ruin a team. And it's, you know, one of the hardest things is to know when to cut out that, that negative team member or try to change them. But as I mentioned earlier, it just depends how deep that negativity goes, right? But but the understanding the relationships a team leader should be building is important. Mm -hmm. Totally.
2: Yeah, it's interesting how the lowest energy in your room will actually win. Yeah. And of course it can be shifted. As you were saying, it can be shifted and there are ways to shift it. But I think uh, there's a bigger problem here. Sometimes we think it's just this one team member. But of course, it's good to identify that person. If that is happening a lot, even after you're trying to like shift that energy, uh, then it makes sense to like uh, being intentional about firing them. Like rather than just firing them, being intentional, mm-hmm. um, like really having that discussion, like all the firings I do, Vicky, it's always good and intentional where both the team member feels like there was some misalignment. That's yeah. why we are separating. Mm-hmm. Like even like recently I fired someone from one of my team I actually found them another job before I fired them. So I think we all have to be intentional about, like we need to understand when we fire, it's not about that person only. It's going to have a ripple effect in their sure. families. It's going to have ripple impact on their own uh, self-worth.
1: Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah, absolutely. I myself has gone through fire, fired in a corporate. I know how it feels. You start mm-hmm. self-doubting yourself, you self doubt your own excellence. You self doubt everything. So, I think for me, even firing has to be intentional. It has to come mm-hmm. from a good intention. Uh, you have to be human. You need to know yeah, what yes. emotions are going up with the other team member. You have to keep your judgment, blame aside, but it has yeah. to be in a powerful, good way, good intention.
1: Yeah. And that's, you know, another change from how whenever I started working years and years ago, people said, well, my private life is my private life, and my work life. Is. But as a leader, as a manager, I always found the more I allowed myself to share my world, my life, and be open to understand the people that worked with me, the more I could help them succeed, the more... Uh, the relationship grew. And then when you did ask them for giving 110%, mm-hmm. it was one that was, you know, w- they were willing to do that. But mm-hmm. if you say, well, I just come in, I, you know, work all day and I leave and I have no relationship with anything here, or I don't understand what what I contribute makes to the success of the business, I'm not going to want to stay. And that, you know, finding out those positions makes you so much more effective, I think.
2: Wow. Yeah. You said something very key point, Vicky, because I feel like uh, even there's a stat around it, like Gallup data stats. This was just Mm -hmm. before the uh, pre-COVID time. And Mm -hmm. what they found is like uh, disengaged employees actually brought around $638 billion loss. Yeah. It's interesting, like mm-hmm. how a disengaged team culture mm-hmm. or one employee can actually bring the team culture, like a team which is like not productive mm-hmm. and how much loss the company sees. And it was very interesting stats, like 55% of the CEOs actually thinks that's lack of trust because of which their organization is not growing and they actually don't know how to solve it. Hmm. So all this stats is mind-blowing when you like look into like what that disengagement yeah. can really do or uh, not looking at a problem from a bigger problem perspective and not looking at your team culture uh, like yeah. how, why it's so important for your own growth, for your team growth, and your business. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You can't sustain a business if you have that. You know. Mm-hmm. So I love the next statement. It's it's something that I often say and have seen in real life. <laughs> so I agree. People don't leave companies; they leave their leaders. Mm. So true. So what have you found in your years of experience?
2: Yeah, I have, so corporate is very different animal, right? (laughs) So it's very different because there's so many level, layers of management, Mm -hmm. right? Like even if you have a way of doing things, sometimes it takes a, it's a big village out there (laughs) to like really change the culture. Um, I like when I was in corporate, I was always involved like a volunteer to change the team culture. I was like the head of like volunteering it and like changing and like making the change I wanted to bring in the community, which is like 5,000 employees in that company. (laughs) Like I still was trying my best to bring Mm -hmm. the change. And now when I work in small businesses, Mm-hmm. uh which is a team like sometimes I join a team they don't even have a team I actually start hiring I create an organization chart hiring and some of the team I join they already have a team so for me I think uh, a very important piece is like uh, what you just said like people leave because of not the It's it's not because of like just it's very interesting right people leaving because of the toxic culture, not because like their salary is low or they don't have the benefits because very interesting, like now people are really understanding, like they want to be heard. They want to be yeah. cared. They yeah. want to be like, uh, they want to work with a company which has a purpose, yeah. which is very intentional, which is good for the world, the environment. Uh, so I think we need to really understand the shift that is happening and people really want to be like, even when you're in corporate, you're still an entrepreneur. We just call them as intrapreneur.
1: Mm-hmm. So you are
2: still in corporate. You are still in leadership position. If you are still helping someone to bring the impact and reach the yeah. goals they have, like reach their vision, right? So regardless of whether it's a small company or big company, I feel like each person who comes in as a team, like they all are entrepreneur in some way and they want to have that, Autonomy, the flexibility to like open, have the open communication, open engagement, right? If they have some ideas, they want to have a channel to show that. If they have some creativity in them, they want to have some kind of channel to like uh, come out with that idea. So I think as a responsible leader, like a CEO or your leadership position, I think we need to really understand that. This is what our teams are expecting yeah. and making sure we are very intentional. We are actually like what I do to make sure as a leader, like my team doesn't live, leave me, but they're growing and scaling with me. Like I'm very int- intentional about what kind of impact I'm creating, what kind of energy I'm putting out there. I'm also very, I'm, I'm, also, I'm also a listener, good listener. And also I'm very empathetic, like I'm there, I'm there to support them uh, emotionally, but also keeping the authority, right? Mm -hmm. Like we still want to give that, uh, not do micromanagement, like still give them the ownership of their role, Mm -hmm. uh, still make them feel empowered that they own this piece, being responsible for this piece. But I think as a leader, as a CEO, we need to understand Uh, something I called as uh, how to build the trust and credibility, right? I think that's what as a leader we should focus on. What are the things we can do to increase the trust and credibility with our team so that our team feels like they're like a family. They belong Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. They are here to grow with us because we have this bigger vision. And as a leader, we are also responsible for telling our vision we don't we should not be scared <laughs> about telling the numbers the finance some ceos are very scared around that yeah. like telling their numbers opening up fully opening up with their emotions i'm like you can still do it but in a more intentional way you can still tell your team like this is what my vision is this is this is what i want to reach uh, and then your team can come there to help you uh, yeah. to really like uh, fulfill that vision but yeah it's, it's a two-way street, right? It doesn't just uh, can't happen from one way. Yeah. So I think uh, bringing along your team with your vision is the best way so that your team stay with you and do not leave. Because I think as a manager, we also have to be responsible for the energy we put out there and the energy we... Uh, we So I think it's also, as a manager, very important that we honor ourselves, our ground, Mm -hmm. but also taking uh, accountability of what kind of energy we are putting out there and what what kind of energy we can accept too.
1: Yeah. I think that we could probably have a whole podcast just on this subject. Yes. Oh my God. This one (laughs) question, because I know I could talk for hours on it and um, it sounds like you could as well. Our time is really flying by here, and I, you know, I want to be respectful of that. Um, you, you have so many things here that I wanted to cover, but I, I definitely will have to have you back. The last thing before we get to rapid fire is you talk about a four-day week, mm-hmm. a four-day work week, and and in this post-COVID or still in COVID, whatever we are right now people are changing the way that we work. Mm -hmm. And so how do you implement a four-day work week and be able to get the most out of those four days?
2: Yeah, I would say it goes back to Pareto. Uh, You know, the Pareto analysis 80-20 rule. And Mm -hmm. an 80-20 rule uh, is like 100 years old. Uh, Pareto developed it. And the way he saw it, like he saw that 80% of land is actually occupied by 20% of the citizen in Italy. That's how it all started. Mm -hmm. And then he came to know that, okay, 80% of the good peas in his garden are coming from the 20% of the pea pods. And then he started looking everything from that lens, 80-20 rule. So, uh, when I say like four days work week, I'm telling look into things what you do from 80-20 rule rather than 50-50 rule because I think as growing up like schooling like we always talk about 50-50 equal equal, but and it's like a bell curve right? You see yeah. the 50-50, but then truly it is uh, it's a skew. It's like a skew 80-20 rule. Mm-hmm. Try to understand what are the 80% of that noise in your business or in your life that you can either eliminate, delegate or delete it, right? And then really focusing your energy on the 20% of the things. That will really bring uh, you into that zone of genius, whether Mm -hmm. it's like, that is something you are, that is your highest purpose in this life, to come and like really grow. And then 80% of the things you can delegate, automate, or delete. So like really Mm. focusing on that. So I think 80-20 rule is what I will say is how to apply and like writing it down. So when I talk to my CEOs, I always tell them what are the 80% of the things which like some of this 80% of the things is something which will cost them $10 per hour. Some of them is $20 per hour. Some of them are like hundred per do- dollar per hour task, maybe their own hourly rate should be $500 per hour. So yeah. if they are given a chance, if they are given a task, if like creating a graphics, will they do that? Creating a graphics or doing a speaking engagement, which will bring them 10,000 for that one hour. So I think really understanding, leveraging your time well, mm-hmm. and having a really good boundaries. Mm -hmm. and like really staying in those boundaries and batching stuff. I think those are the couple of things uh, which actually will bring back, like even some CEOs don't even work four days. They just work two days because they have amazing team. Like, Mm -hmm. but you have to start somewhere. So I say four days per week, but yeah, you have to start (laughs) somewhere.
1: (laughs) Awesome. All right. We're going to go into rapid fire. This is where we will give you a word or phrase and you just Tell me what comes to your mind. No correct or wrong answers. How do you strengthen your mindset?
2: I read daily, 10 minutes. And also I do journaling. So to make sure I am aware of my own feelings, where I'm going, I'm really taking action towards taking care of my own mindset.
1: Perfect. Excellent. Share your core pillars of business.
2: My core pillars is having fun, candor, and like really um, always, always excelling in what I do. Like my 20% of the things.
1: <laughs> Good. Awesome. Corporate culture. What comes to mind when I say that? I know we've talked about that quite a lot. But.
2: A culture which is intentional, energetic, and uh, full of life.
1: Cool what would you like to be remembered for
2: my presence, which is positive <laughs> awesome.
1: and give us two key takeaways that you'd like our folks to um, have for today's podcast.
2: I would say like being intentional in what you do. That is so powerful to make sure, because I feel like our life is so short Yeah. and, uh, uh, it has to be. It has to be something positive. We yeah. can't spend our time in negativity or being around negative situation. Yeah. I think we need to be very intentional of how we spend time, whom we spend it with, and how we are positively impacting everyone around us because it's a ripple effect. Like you impact one person, they impact other person, that person impacts someone (laughs) else. It's like a ripple effect. Even if we think like we are a small particle in this whole world, but we can have an immense impact in others' lives.
1: Absolutely. All right, I'm going to share my screen. So this is the warning for all those that are just listening in to grab a pencil and pen and paper and be prepared to capture the uh, information that I'm gonna read. And those of you that are watching this in video, you can grab a screenshot. So let me share my screen. So here we see that we have our website for Priyanka. It is HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash scale up with Priyanka. Dot com that scale up with priyanka.com and then she has a podcast as we mentioned up earlier it's show up with priyanka she also has a book that you can find on amazon.com and let me move my thing and it is wings women when become What. Oh, I'm sorry. Wings
2: of a Woman. (laughs) I don't know why it shows up like that, Vicky, but it's a Wings of a Woman.
1: Wings of a Woman. Oh, very good. (laughs) All right, so that's on Amazon. But if you just uh, search her name, the book will come up. So that's Priyanka, K-A-N-D-A-L-K-A-R, Priyanka Kandalkar. You can go to Facebook to find her. You can go to LinkedIn to find her, as well as Instagram, all by searching her name. And she will tell you about her gift.
2: Yeah. So anyone who is looking into uh, creating a four-day work week and also maximize your team, then please join my next free challenge, which is a free five-days workshop. You and your team can join. And it's from July 25th to July 29th. I'm not sure when the podcast will go live, but I will. I do this training every month, so you can go to Scale to Grow, uh, S C A S C A, Scaling to Grow. Actually, it's Scaling to Grow, real <laughs> Vicky. So it's oh. S C A L I N G T O G R O W dot com. Uh, scalingtogrow.com. That's where you can register. And I talk about everything related to leadership, energetic leadership, systems, and continuous improvement culture uh, to create a sustainable business. Hope to see you there.
1: Yes, absolutely. And this probably isn't going to come out until September. So In September, just be looking out for that. But if you stay in contact with her on her website, you will be able to, I'm sure, be seeing that. And she most likely will have stuff on Facebook and all the uh, other social media to promote. Again, thank you so much for being my guest today, Priyanka, and sharing your stories, your great tips, as well as the tools that we can use. I know that... uh, I learned a lot and and also um, it's always nice to get confirmation of what I believe to be also believed by others, so that is wonderful. Please reach out for Priyanka if you have questions, if you have um, a desire to get that team that is gonna be high performing and have her help you get there. As always, I ask you to please remember that life is a journey. And it is up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nutling signing off.
0: Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nutling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself.